Ogma, mm-hmm. um, that's speech and writing. That would have dark cloak people. Uh, I think you expect speech and writing to be a whole lot cooler than. Of course. <laughs> Cloaks walking everywhere. I mean, okay. we have brown cloaks to be. I she has a black, black cloak. cloak. You have a black cloak. Yeah. Oh, you're She's so a black cat. Edgy. Okay. She's a black cat. Um, She's a goth cat. Oh! I hate it when you guys do that. Tee Surprise. Chapter 133, The Invasion of Portum Magnum. Okay. So, we're back with the tabaxi again. And in the last episode, you guys had done some research in the Great Tabaxi Library. And how did that go? Not super great. No. Interestingly. I uh, had a whole bunch of easy skills challenges for you. And um, you kind of fell flat in your face, which I was unexpected. Uh, however, some consultation with elves and with Galchabar and your own successes in the library, you found that the wyverns that you need to get the poison from are found above Kalesque, and you can probably find one there, um, that you can poison the ink by adding magnetite to it, which you can get from the dwarves. And is that like a really easy, like, oh, the next time you're over there, buy like two handfuls of magnetite or something? It pretty much is. I mean, it's yeah. a very common element, although that... Iron Mountain was founded as a magnetite dig, but they've gone much deeper and found much thing, uh, you know, better things, uh, gold and gems and so forth. So um, it may or may not uh, be readily available anymore. It may have just been there at the surface. Um, and you found out that the hellish being that you're looking for is called an Aranyes and uh, can be found south of the capital. You ran into Nissian. And uh, he was able to give you that info. And then um, you did find some information on the gem of the royal crown, but not enough to make a difference. And same thing with the giant squid. You would think you'd have a lot of information on that, but no. And so what did you decide to do? Uh, go to Porta Magnum to ident- look at the library and or crown. Yeah, and that is a bit of a problem because, of course... Uh, you know, the elves know about the tabaxi. Nissian knows about the tabaxi. Um, some of your contacts know about the tabaxi. Porta Magnum doesn't know about the tabaxi. So what are you going to have to do to get to the library? Be all sneaky sneaky. Yep. You're going to have to use guile and deception. Disguise and costume. and Yeah. Luckily, uh, probably the most sneaky sneaky of the tabaxi are right here in this group right now. And I'm here. Moral, moral support. Also magic excellent okay and so you need to make your way all the way over to porta magnum the entire other side of the maria arnosum for where you are and you are going to have to uh sneak your way into porta magnum in order to do this 
So, um, you guys are only about a day's travel away from the docks in Kalesque, and uh, hopefully you can arrange some sort of passage there. And so I need a, a stealth check from everybody and to try to make it to Kalesque unannounced. Can you can you cast pass without a trace? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right, so that gives all three of us a plus 10 to our stealth. I got a 34. Um that might pass. 22? 28. Yep. Okay, yes. So you uh Sneak along like so many cats on cat's paws and are able to um, make your way all the way to the outskirts of Kalesque. And as the uh, last rays of sun are falling, you guys are looking down from the tree line and you can see in Kalesque there are two promising opportunities. You notice the sand ship of the dwarven captain that took you out to the you know, Ubrim Concordia and has uh, toted you around before. But then also you see the striped envelope of the airship of Danya, who, um, as you remember, had uh, to- you know taken you out to uh, do the-, the digging in the desert before there. So either one of those is a valid contact for you, so you should be able to perhaps arrange passage with either one. So which are you going to attempt to do? The dwarf. Which one's faster? Or also, which one can get us deeper into Porta Magnum without being very visible. Like if, if we have to walk all the way at Porta Magnum, we will, but if we can just take the airship to like the ninth or the second, and then just sort of walk in kind of without too much notice, could we do that too? Yeah. Um, it pretty much exactly as you said, if, if you guys take the sand ship, you guys are going to be docking at the docks at Porta Magnum down at the base, and you're going to have to go all the way up through all the levels to uh, to get there. Whereas with uh, Danya, um, you guys can dock at one of the docking poles. You probably can't do like the first or second level because you kind of have to have a reason to, to use the docking poles there. The only reason that the other party was able to do it is they actually had uh, Cotter with them. Um, but... Uh, if uh but they could probably get you you know third fourth level if not uh you know and do we i mean we know ways to not get noticed does are there pretty intense inspection coming out of those airships well roll me a history and see what you know of the area there in porta magnum can i as well uh 16 sure nope not better Okay, so um, what you've read in the library is that, um, you know, the airships that are docked, they have to pay a fee. So um, at that point in time, anything, you know, contraband or covert usually is, is noticed at that point. Um, so you're going to have to be pretty much sneaky from the time you get off the airship all the way through. Mm-hmm. All right. So it does sound like the sand ship is probably going to be better. Do you agree? Sneaking all the way up. Yeah, but it's not really sneaking. It's just like moving in a time when there are lots of people around. I mean, I guess. how open is it at night? Um, generally, the uh, gates are closed between sections there, and you know, at, at nighttime, you you uh, especially yeah. the upper rings, you have to 
pass through the gu- uh, gate guards at night to uh, hmm. to do it. Now that's not saying that there aren't other ways to do it. You could scale the walls, or you could you know you use deception to try to get through the gates or some some other. Did you sort say of deception? Thing. Deception. Oh boy, do I have deception? Interesting. But yeah, it would require. And how tall are the walls? The walls there are about thirty feet tall. Oh, sad. There are probably or do we have a 30 now. foot climbing speed? We have 20, we have foot, 20 foot sound. Although you can stop, I think, and then climb the next round. Yeah. But that probably would be noticeable. Mm-hmm. Someone scaling the walls the entire length up the. So it's. Well, it takes like how well seconds. can we hide coming out of an airship? Do we know the inspection, like, pro- like how it goes and how you... Well, once again, roll for me history. Uh, not very good. 12 is mine. So, with a 12, you basically... What you've read is um, some airships, you know, are searched and some are not. And you think the whole reason they're searched is that they have an inkling that contraband is coming in. So oh, if so. so if you are lucky enough that they don't think contraband's coming in, they'll probably just take your docking fees and that'll be that. And if they do think there's a problem, then it's very likely they'll search the entire ship. Hmm. And with Danya, they'll assume the worst always because she's very shady. Okay, so which, uh, which one are you going to do? I think we should take the sand ship and then move up sort of late in the day just like not being noticed like have a bag of oh sorry have a bag <laughs> of rocks or something that we have to take all the way up and then switch it out for a bat for like a platter of books or something i don't know i'm making that up a but platter yeah. of books hey well, well you're well, looking for the information not one, the books themselves once you go no no uh, um, as a disguise you can mm-hmm. carry a sack of rocks but you can't carry a sack of rocks all the way up to the first circle you have to like Switch it out for a rich person thing. Like, carry some books or, like, a cake or something. Or a note. Or a knife. Yeah. Note usually gets you... No, they do have runners that run messages, so... Mm, We are runners. I'm just thinking of a tabaxi monk that can go vertically, like, 120 feet and around. Yeah, you should have brought one of those. But we don't have any. No. with us right now okay so which one are you going to go for I, I i think the sand ship would be best i also think the sand ship okay so um give uh, who's going to go and contact the sand ship captain i will okay so gray give me another stealth roll to sneak into town and try to get to the docks okay um 18 okay oh you still have the plus 10 oh i still have the plus 10 well you have to be next to her no you don't right I think you, you have to be there in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Let me check. Let's check that rules. A veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. For the for the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including you, has a plus 10 to stealth. So it sounds like it, for the duration... Each creature within 30 feet of you. That you so you'd have to stay okay. within 30 feet of... So maybe okay. she should... All right, no, it's fine. Because that would be kind of silly together. if it worked in any other way. Um, yeah. You know, if you could just cast something and then people could go off. 18 stealth and... to... Okay. So, yeah, 18's very good, though. Yeah, you uh, you pad into town and sneak from shadow to shadow. And 
um, you guys, you're actually kind of going under the docks and things like that. And you get up to the dock that the sand ship's in. And um, the uh, you see that the captain is actually, um, you know, busy about the ship, tidying things up and apparently getting uh, some gear and stuff laid down. Uh, can I hail him quietly? Of course. I'd... And he, he kind of looks around and, and looks down and says, Oh, it's you again. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you nearly got me killed last time. What well, do you need now? Nothing quite like our last exhibition. Just passage to Porta Magnum, if oh, you can. Oh, is that all? Yeah. <laughs> That's a piece of cake. And back at the end. But Wait, what are you going to do in Porta Magnum? We're going to do some research. Well, it's your business, not mine. Um, sounds good. Uh, just ye? Uh, no, two others. Okay, well, get them on down here. Um, the uh, breeze will be freshening in about an hour. We could take off. I got a, actually a whole load here that uh, I'm taking all the way over to uh, Sentinel Hill. So this will work out very well in my schedule. Okay, yes. And we can probably accommodate your schedule on the return as well if we need to. Right, good. Um, yeah, I'll come, I'll come by and pick you up on the way by. No, hurry up. I'll I'll start getting it ready to go. Okay, thank you. And I'll duck back out. Okay, give me another stealth roll. Uh, 30. Yep, that, that'll work, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, never mind. That's without the pass without a trace. Yeah, 30. Okay, and It'll so you make 40 it... 40 with pass without so, so you guys are, are sitting there waiting, 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 and all of a sudden just... Gray just, boom, just appears right amongst you. And it's like, ah... So I got his passage. I've been expecting you. He probably like mentally felt me walk up yeah. or something. And uh, gives you mental. the whole rundown. So um, let's give a stealth roll. Obviously, you'll have the pass without the trace bonus for this one. 36. 41? 26. Yeah, 41. Okay, so you sneak down in there. And, and this time you uh, you surprise the uh, the ship captain. You, you just all of a sudden you appear on the ship and he's like, oh, I hate it when you guys do that. Teehee. Surprise! He says, I, "Now, do you have a gold apiece for this trip?" Of course. Very good. And he holds out his hand. Do we have it? Yes. Yeah. Clinky, 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 yes. as it usually. Goes. And uh, he says, oh, "Quickly!" And he throws um, sand shoes at you. He says, "Get the nose of this thing out, and the mare." And he jumps off the side, and you guys all give a pull. And actually, everyone, give him for me a strength check. It's gonna be bad. Ooh, eight. Non natural twenty. Twelve. Okay, so um, actually, that's not too bad there, Red. And between you and the ship captain and Jade, um, Gray apparently like loses a binding on his shoe and goes down to his oh, knee. Oh, no, no, no. I would not lose a binding. I'm too dexterous for that. Yes. I'm just weak. And uh, oh, But you get the nose out there, and he clambers on there and the, puts the sails up, and off you go. And um, off you go into the night. And uh, once again, you guys are skimming along the, the mare, and... Unlike last time that you guys did this where you're heading to Faramons and you stayed pretty close to the shoreline for all intents and purposes, uh, this time he just points a nose out into the mare and you guys start picking up speed fairly rapidly. And uh, But uh, like the last time, um, the night's getting on and you guys get kind of tired. And, uh, and the captain says, why don't you uh, get some shut-eye so you can uh, spell me in the middle of the night? Uh, how's the comet? The comet out here in the middle of the Mare where there are no lights is and no cover like you have at the Tabaxi Treehouse is amazing. 
I mean, it is a visible object in the sky now where, you know, you could you hold your fist up at arm's length and it's appearing on either end of it. It's uh, that bright. Hmm. Right, I'll sleep early. Okay. So you guys, are you all going to bed down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you knock, knock off for the night and um, about four hours later, uh, Gray, mm-hmm. um, the captain is shaking you awake. He says, let me close my eyes for a few, and I'll come get you. And he takes you back up on, on deck, and he says, just keep this pointed right here. And he points at uh, the bearing on the compass. And uh, he actually doesn't even go below. He just kind of wraps a blanket around himself and curls up in the corner of the deck there. Hmm. Yeah. And you guys snooze below, and Gray, you just kind of keep it going there, and doesn't seem like anything's happening. I mean, the, the most exciting thing you have is, you know, there's, you know, despite the fact that the Mare is completely flat, there are some dunes and you like kind of skip over one and it rocks the whole thing and you, you hear the uh, captain kind of murmur in his sleep. But that's that's about the uh, limit of excitement. And uh, you are, you know, captaining it until the, uh, ray, you know, rays of sun start appearing over the eastern horizon in front of you. And... Um, you got the feeling that that's about the time you should be waking him up. So, I'll wake him up. And he, he yawns and stretches, and he uh, shakes him, you know, the the cobwebs off, and gets and says, "Okay, why don't you get a few more hours of sleep? I, I hear that's what your tabaxis are good at." And he kind of elbows you right in the side and gives, chuckles, and uh, takes control of the helm again. What are you gonna do, Gray? Uh, go sleep. Okay, so down below. And uh, you're curled up in the belly of the ship. And uh, how long are the other two of you going to be sleeping for? I'll wake up. Will, will the, the sunlight wake you up? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So you guys wake up and, and Faramons is still, um, you know, visible on the horizon, but well in front of you to your left. And uh, the pretty much the day is pretty darn boring. Um you are just skimming along the sand of the mare and uh, the uh, eastern mountains are getting bigger and bigger and you can kind of see where you think Porta Magnum has to be but about the uh, most exciting thing that happens is is about midday you guys run into one of those sandstorms but you're through it in about an hour so uh, the captain throws on some goggles and a, a bandana over his face and uh i don't know are you guys gonna go below yeah okay yeah. Mm-hmm. and as always you know it's it's an open cockpit so you, you end up with just a, a fine mist of dust through all your fur which is maddening but uh that's about the uh, the worst of it and then you break through the other side and then about the evening you know you're skimming along and as the sun is setting behind you uh you can see the dock works at porta magnum in front of you and you kind of skim into there, and the uh, captain pretty uh, expertly uh, brings it right up into the uh, the docks itself. And um, it's obviously after dark at this point in time, but you see someone with a lantern come uh, down the uh, down the quay, and uh, you hear the uh, the ship captain uh, basically giving the excuse that he's tying up for the night. Uh, on his heading on his way over to Excalbarium Colise, and uh, the uh, guy just charges him uh, five silver just for uh, dock fees for the night, since he's not even going into Porta Magnum. And there you are. All right. So, 
Pass without a trace. And Damn. we can arrange for the guy to be back in a few days or what? Yeah, so he'll take another, um, you know, basically two days to get there and back. Mm-hmm. So you guys just have to be ready by the by the dock works. And he says, you know, if you want, he says he could pick you up, you know, east or west of Porto Magnum, whatever you want to do. Oh, that would be good. Uh, yeah. Where do you want to meet him? Uh, the south. So where the, the direction the, he's coming? So the river, the, where the river comes out of the uh, mountains to the south there, that the one that surrounds Porto Magnum. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, probably the south. Yeah, that so would be the the one that uh, would be closest to Excalibarium Calise. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, he, uh, you know, bids you well and goes below to get some shut eye himself. Uh, so we can. We're Pass passing without, without a, trace. a trace. Oh, you um, yeah, get, you your back. get your spell slot back. Get your spell slot back. So, and then hop out and move. Go into the city sometime tomorrow. Or do you want to try to get in before the oh, they shut it, the gates for is the it night? Not closed. Okay, mm-hmm. then it's very likely that the gates are closed in the upper tiers, but here mm-hmm. in the the lower tiers, you know, they don't close the gates until well into night, as okay. you know the. Uh, the workers there, to, yeah, you know, getting done in the fields and so forth, are are busy with their domestic tasks or carousing or you know visiting the local pubs and stuff until e- late in the evening. Let's start by just getting out. So sneak okay. out, find a place to observe the area, find a good hiding spot for Red. And I can go. Okay. Do you think pass? Yeah, you know, with pass without trace, trace, that's course. gonna be pretty good. But. And no. I mean, yeah, you are our best researcher, I guess. Okay. I thought you were just weren't going to. Okay. Then yeah, let's just find a spot to go. So okay, so you're gonna go into town, and how are you going to disguise yourself so that it's not obvious you're a bunch of cats? Um, cloaks. Yeah, cloaks is one. Um. Does do you have any like disguise self or no? Do I have the materials to like? fake my face to be human-ish you probably could i mean do you have any sort of a disguise kit or uh, a disguise skill uh, yeah i do okay so you could probably on this whole trip have been working on you know yeah. like a paper mache mask or something similar that you could yeah. put in front of your face so that uh it would uh fool people in the, in the dark as to the fact that you're yeah. not so uh, just you know, one of us so that mm-hmm. i'll be the group leader and i can tell the fancy stories and lead people on about what um, we're doing i have an ability called mm-hmm. danger sense um which uh i create a psychic model of reality in my mind for eight hours and it basically shows um me a few seconds into the future so can i use that to like help us not go to certain places that would get us well what is it what does it say it gives you bonuses on well, it says until your concentration ends, you can't be surprised. Attack rolls against you can't have advantage, and you gain a plus 10 bonus to initiative. But I'm kind of using it for the. And so, yeah, it probably would be usable, usable in, in those particular scenarios. So, yeah. But yeah, we, we know people were coming, but we can't, like, choose not to step out into an alley, I guess. Yeah. It's like we can tell if someone's walking around a corner, but we can't walk around a corner and be not be spotted the whole way down. Okay, so we'll, we're going to break this up into a couple of skills checks. And the first one is going to be getting up to the 
second tier of the, the second tier or the eighth tier um the second from the top second okay yeah. so it'll be no trouble getting through the lo- lower ones because the gates and are still open do we know where the library is do we have a map that we've found yes the t- all every tabaxi knows from birth where every library is okay. <laughs> it's the first thing they teach you in elementary school okay. and you know that it's in the first circle right. and uh you know you pretty actually have a pretty darn good idea where it's where it is in the first circle okay so um let's go here with a stealth roll for everybody to try to sneak your way up there and so this will be uh, the usual six wins three three losses and so are the stealth before the rolls i know the the stealth is the roll so you just kind of blend in with the crowd sneak your way up there yeah okay start yeah and actually this will be everybody and you get plus 10 on it, so. Uh, 32. 27. 17. Yep, so you're uh, first success, just fine. Oh, one success? Yeah, one success. Keep going. Okay, yep, sneak up. Blend in behind other people. 30. Uh, 35. Uh, 23. Very good. So, yeah, good success. You guys are blending in with the crowds, and no one is even taking notice of you. Yeah. Yeah, but the like, crowds are beginning to thin out a little bit as you get through the first couple of levels. Is now. there like some like clipboard and step stool or something that I can like make it look like we're going somewhere? Or is it just I'm sure you could fabricate something characters. You know, pick something I, up. And, and then at this yeah. at this time of night there's just people wandering everywhere. So yeah. you guys are blending in with the crowd. Okay. Keep sneaking up. Mm-hmm. Uh twenty six. 37? Not natural 20. Okay. So no problems there. Keep going. No, it's kind of kind of worrisome. So we're just going to keep... I dropped that die. Oh, well. Uh, we're going to keep sneaking. Mm-hmm. 37 again. 37 as well. 31. 31? Yeah. I rolled a 17, which gives me a 21 plus 10 is 31. Yeah. So you guys, even though the crowds are being to thin out, you're, you're up in the, the uh, fourth tier now, and this is where the craftsmen are located. So there's not so many people out and about at night. Most of them are headed home, but there's still a few people going to and fro, and you're just kind of able to mind your own business and stay clear. Okay, so two more successes, and you'll make it to the second level. Right, sneak up. 34. 27. 22. Okay, no problem there. And one more to see if you can make it all the way up there. Have anything that gives us advantage? Oh, no. Oh. Yes. Not one. Okay, so you auto-failed this one. So I got a 34 as well. So um, you guys are going along, and everything seems like it's going fine and dandy. And the then all of a sudden, uh, Red snags his cloak on something, and it just billows open. And the two of you quickly have to uh, cover for him and jump in front uh, before somebody notices. But yeah, you do get a failure. And one more to see if you can make it to the second level. Oh, yeah. Um, 25. 38 34 okay so with the aid of jade claws spell you guys are able to sneak up to the second level without well there's one one scary moment there but aside of that without too much trouble Uh, now you find yourselves at the gates of the second level and this is where you find your first impediment because the gates are closed and the only thing that's open is a small 
doorway with guards on either side of it. Um, obviously, the uh, folks at the uh, higher levels don't want the riffraff just walking on in. So they have closed the gates in the evening. And this is so we're in the third level. Right You're in now. the third level now, looking at the gates of the second level. Do we know? Can I like roll a history check to see what I know about? Like, are the gates open during the day? Is it common for pe- to see people going in and out of the yeah, second sure. and even the first gates? And that's a five for me, so no. Nope, nope. You you know just that uh, you know that as you go up in the levels of Porta Magnum, it's more exclusive. That's about all you know. What do the gates look like? Because I don't know anything about them. Okay, very good question. Picture? So Porta Magnum. Let me get the illustration out. Yeah, Porta Magnum is a city of is a tiered city in a horizontal instead of a vertical sense. So have you seen Minas Tirith in? Okay. No. Yeah, so basically it's like concentric parts of like segments of a circle going upwards. So it's a circle? No, no. It's parts of a circle. So it's like an arc. So as you can see, it's basically a series of tiers going up the side of the okay. mountain with uh, yeah. large waterworks so extending one, in either side. Two, no, uh, actually the other way around. One, yeah, so the oh first yeah. circle is at the eight, top. Seven, six, That's where five, the rich four, people three, live. Two, one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And the eighth circle is at the bottom. And then it's unofficially the ninth circle, which is all the hangers on and mm-hmm. the really poor who live outside. And where are these the gates? Uh, no, those are the gates into them, but in between. Each of the so levels like has their own also gate. are gates. Yeah. And you've gotten up to the. I mean, you can we're tall, the, see they're we're tall, in the like 30 foot tall area. gates. Yeah. And we need to get to the second and the first. And in fact, Porta Magnum means the Great Gates. And yet, so it, Porta Magnum thrives because off on that side, there's another large desert. And it mm. is the one trade hub between the roaming tribes of the desert and the rest of the Valis Cali, uh, Val- Valley that we yeah. are trying to get and in. Campo Magno, yeah. Campo Magno. And so um, you have, because of the trade that they've gotten Porta Magnum has become very wealthy and through that they've been able to leverage that wealth to then control most of the trade inside the yeah. kingdom so yeah a whole lot of the first circle inhabitants are the people who run the trade between all the or the large bulk trade between the cities there are of course people like Donya and I don't know his name but the dwarf who runs us around to do their own private little mm-hmm. but this is like saying that is ebay sellers versus like walmart online or something yeah and how long would it take us to scale a wall um 12 seconds uh no um nine seconds because they're 30 feet high and 30 feet wide but above but yeah they're 30 feet high 18 seconds then to go up and down but that are how guarded are the walls you know that um, they have guards that pace the walls to make sure. Um, you know, this is not a, a time when they're worried about invasions, so it's not like they're manned continuously. But they do have guards that pace them along just to make sure no shenanigans are going on. So it's not going to be a simple thing of climbing a wall and jumping down the other side. And I think we should try to observe guards, or else uh, how are we going to get through um, or jump over? Do you think we could make up a reason to get into the upper circles? We could pretend to be runners i don't think runners dress quite like this i know 
the clothing we've seen as we've gotten up this high has been a lot nicer than brown cloaks that don't show much of your body hey and mine's black not that great face masks that i can make in a couple days on the drive here or right here so do you think we should wait until morning and like find a place to we there we can't really find a place to hide here can we not in the third circle no no this, this is already pretty ritzy territory Okay. And in fact, you you kind of see them closing the gates behind you as you get in here. So, oh, um, nice. you know, you, you they're already beginning to to uh, cut off access to this level. Are there any like under streets or like underground? Tunnels? They do have a sewer system, but um, you have no idea how to get surface. into it. I thought it was a surface one down the walkways. It's it's underground. Okay. But it, it, remember, it bubbles up down in the uh, lower yes. levels because it doesn't work as well as it did back in the thousand years ago. Okay. So you said it wasn't that densely guarded along the top of the wall? Well, give me a perception check or an investigation check. Okay. Um, uh, 12 perception. And will you do see... Uh, guards come by 17 and walking the walls for perception and what do you get uh, jade natural 20 okay and um jade what you kind of realize is that um yeah there's a couple of guards that go by actually as you guys are here they kind of walk out to the the gate and back um but you're kind of watching them and you realize that they're not on any sort of a timetable or schedule it just seems to be like when the guards are bored or available or feel the need to they go and walk the walls so um it's good in one thing that you're not gonna have a regular patrol going by mm -hmm. so there may be big gaps is bad that you don't know when that gap is gonna be so um mm -hmm. you'd have to kind of take chances so with um and is it dark enough that we could relatively easily if we just like went halfway down the wall that if we climbed up we could sit there 20 feet up and not be that noticeable actually give me investigation Natural, uh, Natural 17. <laughs> so the uh, the kitty buddies here, you guys are looking around and both of you just kind of like bing, focus on and you realize that um, one of the estates down here and, and the estates aren't quite as grand as they are in the first level. Um, and but and certainly no one here has the money to actually have guards stand out in front, but they do have, you know, wall, walls and gates. But you realize that one of the ones that is smack up against the wall there has like a barn that they've used the wall of Porta Magnum as a, the third wall in the barn. So you guys, you, you guys could uh, get up on the roof of that. And then it would be just a short climb up the and wall. It's relatively dark and we can't, we wouldn't be that noticeable there. Um, not so much. Yeah. Right. So you would have to do some nice sneaking to get in there though. And how long does your pass out trace work? Like One an hour. hour. Okay. Yeah. And then we can recast. So you guys it. are kind of probably about halfway through that by this time. Right. We can recast it then when we're mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. And you can upcast it, right? I mean, it won't give you any extra effects, but you can. What does that mean? Use third level spell slots instead of the second level. It's not a real term. I just made it up, but. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we can. I think that's a probably a good idea. So let's go in that direction. Okay. So you guys, I need. I'm going to need a. Um, Acrobatics or athletics check from everybody to get over the wall into the compound. 
Wait, I got a 17. Price, no, you can't with passbell trace. You can't what? Do whatever. Got a 14. You can't but you, you, as you said. But you can use third level spells to cast it as a second level spell. Oh, that's even worse. Hit the dragon. Would that count? And your total is? Even if I hit the dragon. Okay, roll it for real. Without hitting the dragon. That's better. It's not very great. 11. Okay, and? 14. And 17. Okay, and uh, so you guys are going up, up, up the side of the wall. Well, and we all... also have climb speed. Oh, we, we can, can just climb. We can just climb because yeah. we're cats. And, and um, now, does does that just allow you to just go right up there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. we can climb at a rate of 20 feet up or down. Okay, that's right. Yeah, ground. so yeah, you guys just go up Which there. Which is so... why I was asking, can we just hang there 20 feet off the ground? Because we could if we wanted to. So you guys um, scale the wall and make it into the compound and i know i need a stealth roll for you guys to get over there and obviously you've got pass all the trace on uh 29 25 24 okay so you sneak 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 from shadow to shadow and make it to the barn and climb up on the top and you're gonna scale the wall at this point in time Mm -hmm. i think have like one well er, yeah Let's wait one minute wait after the guard. for a guard to go past, mm-hmm. and then, like, how often do they go? It, it's You said it's random. It's random. They just what's seem the minimum when, time when, between? Is it, like, a couple minutes? Yeah, is a couple minutes, yeah. Oh, then, yeah. Okay. Or should we have go up. one person go up, see if there are any mm-hmm. guards coming, signal to the rest of the I mean, the, group. the guards have lanterns, right? We can see that. Um, they seem to be just walking along. Oh, in the dark? Mm-hmm. Because there's, you gotta remember, there's light coming down up from the the city. Oh, I, okay. You would expect once all the lights go out late at night, they probably do have lanterns. But at this point in time, they're just like you know walking in the in the twilight. Okay. So yeah, wait for guards to go past. Okay. Up and over after after they okay. get. So give me a perception roll to see if you get it right. And one per this will be one person's roll. So choose oh. which one of you is gonna um, perceive. I have a plus four. I have a plus six. Okay, I have a plus no, nine. No. Oh, and for sneaking. perception? Yeah. Oh, okay, then you. So yeah, is it just a we have to look from down on the barn or can I like Yeah, you're trying you're trying to trying to make sure that you've got the uh thing okay. correct. Perception just so we're just sitting on the barn saying, "Okay, mm-hmm. that's a couple dark shadows walking along. That's a guard pair." Mhm. Okay, 21. Okay. So you make it up and over and you're into the second tier. Okay. And give me another stealth roll to make it to the next wall. 32 26 34 okay and um you guys make it to the next wall and um the estates here are much bigger and don't offer nearly the kind of uh uh purchase that you wanted so you realize you're gonna have to talk your way through the gate here we somehow can't climb over with our you probably Climbing can, clock. but there's just no really good place to do it. So if you want to do it, you can do it, but it's going to be a pretty difficult skill to to. Can uh, we do wait s- until sneaking. it gets darker and then do it? Okay, well, give me. Would that work? Well, you're going to run out of pass without a trace here. Well, we so can cast we it can again. It. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, but th- there's nowhere we can really hide to wait for it to be darker. Yeah, I mean, you just got the streets and all the gated communities, so you just be sort of out there. So y- you can try to just tuck yourselves into a uh, dark shadow and wait for. Uh, it to get completely black but it's probably not going to be all that much better than trying to get through as is because i don't know how well we're gonna um hmm. 
Okay, what's a legitimate reason three people in clothes? Do we know do anyone we, in the Yeah, first do we know circle? of anyone who's eccentric? Would have really weird friends who would not want people to ask questions? That would be like half of the first circle. Okay. Uh, but like Do we know anyone? I mean, you've got the you've got the uh astrologer, you've got the library, you've got the magician. No, no, but you've got, got people various... high level enough mm. that like it wouldn't be a are yeah. there people who people would automatically assume are strange and that because they're strange, it's probably a real thing? Well, roll for me history and see if you've heard anything that might... 18. 18, yeah. Um, um, you, you, would, you would expect that the Baron himself would probably have like covert operatives that come in and out reporting to him that don't want to be seen you also uh, have heard that some of the richer families have interesting tastes and and so forth and don't forget that all of the religions have a cathedral in the first circle Mm. so there's some interesting interesting gods there that uh thing plus like i said the astrologers there the library the magician there's a number of quirky people up there which gods do we use uh celtic celtic I don't know okay. how to pronounce that. Luf. L-U-G-H. Lou. Lou? Yes. Arts, travel, and yeah, commerce. In fact, you guys just had uh, Lunessa Festival. Ah. Just recently. Ooh. What, uh, uh, Ogma? Mm-hmm. Um, that's speech and writing. That would have dark cloak people. Uh, I think you expect speech and writing to be a whole lot cooler than... Of course. <laughs> An unfurled scroll is the holy symbol? Are you kidding me? Okay, Owen. Aron, life and Owen, death. When they say speech, Arwen. they mean like... Arwen? He, okay. Life and death. Black cloaks walking everywhere. I mean... Okay. We, we have brown cloaks to be... I she has a, a black, black cloak. cloak. You have a black cloak? Yeah. Oh, you're She's so a black cat. edgy. Okay. She's a black cat. Um, She's a goth cat. Okay, so... Do we know enough... Do I know enough about one of these religions to make up well, a convincing Everybody lie. roll for me a religion roll. I'm good at that, apparently. I got a nine. I got a ten. I got a... I got a rock. <laughs> Thirteen. Um, so you feel, uh, Red, that you have a passable knowledge of uh, of these religions from your studies, and you probably could fake it. Can, can you I tell me do how to fake it? Healing. Well, I also have, I like, can... advantage on deception. Can you give me advantage on deception? No. No? That's a shame. I have to. I go into one of my. I have a plus eight to deception. That's probably better than advantage. Well, I have. Um, oh no! Yeah, no, probably. Yeah, because I have a minus one. Okay. Okay. So, so um, are you gonna try to talk yourself through? Are you gonna brief uh, mm-hmm. Gray on so, yes, what you know about religion? Uh, emissary from the monastery of. Who? We should do medicine. Lou. Monastery of Lou. Do we know where the Monastery of Lou is? We're doing Lou. Roll for me history. Everyone can do that. See if you can trust it. 22. Okay. Yes. You a do. natural 20. You right. guys know exactly where the monasteries of all the religions are. You've, you've seen the maps. You've oh, read yeah. The they have libraries. Yes. Um. So, yeah. In the mountains uh, to the southeast of Faramons, where our monastery is, and we have urgent message okay. to be delivered so, to our monastery. So you guys can approach the gates then, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, the guards are there, and and 
I mean, you can see right away that they're not in the mood to just to let people through. They they aren't just standing on the side. They're actually standing in the way you actually have to come up to we them. We should have faked a scroll. We like, have scrolls. I mean, like, some passage, like, they asked for, like, something. Okay. And oh, uh, like the guards say, uh, you know, basically cross their spears in front of you. And they're like, what do you want in the, in the first circle? Let's see. And I'll give the story that we are the... Well, tell us the story. Disciples? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, um, we are messengers of... Lou? Lou, come from our monastery to the southeast in the southeast mountains of Faramons. We come bearing message for our monastery. And he, sa- and he says, you're, off. you're here late at night. Um, we got here as soon as we could arrive. You couldn't do anything better. And so roll for me deception and see if you can convince them. Anyone have any like then luck or um okay. Um Okay, twenty one. Okay, yes. So um you, you kinda hold out your fake scroll and things like that and and they it's in, kinda they, it's in cipher in a in elvish script or yeah. something. And, and you know they upside kinda, down. He kinda squints at you and, and then like be about Hurry back to hurry! Hurry into your cathedral. Lou blesses you. Thank you very much. And they let you through, and you have uh, Lou. <laughs> and I need one more <laughs> stealth check to get to the library through the the deserted streets Actually, of the first circle. Non natural twenty. Twenty eight. Twenty two. Okay, and you guys make it into the library, and the librarian is very interesting not interesting the way red is but very interesting his skin is is completely pale and his hair is completely white and his eyes are red and you you've never seen a human like that before and he speaks very softly to you and he says ah hello galjabar said you'd be coming you must be the three that he mentioned please come in come in i've i've closed the library so we shouldn't be disturbed. And he says, and he holds out his hand to you. Do you read? I'm taking it. And, and he, he kind of is a little bit of a pause when your paw appears out there. And he shakes it. It's almost like not even touching you. He says, I'm sorry. I, I can't stand anything loud or uh, direct. Um, I hope you won't take offense. I'm going to speak in his mind and say, I understand. Oh, us library folk, we he, really he, understand. He kind of shakes. Says, "Ah, that that's very convenient." <laughs> Indeed. Um, please uh, peruse the stacks and see what you can find. Um, I will be of any help I can. Let's find some books. Okay, so we need giant squid. We need and giant squid and the royal crown. crown. Do you have mental confidence call? I do not have mental. Confidence you don't call. have mental confidence no. call. That's a shame. Okay, and so can... who's going to do what? You got giant squid, and you've got royal crown, or are you going to all work on it? I'll do crown. I'll or, search for. The oh, we should all do it together. Yeah, because it's just two books. Okay, so um, two just two, two piles of books, and so uh, you t- two, whoever's going to roll can roll, and the other ones can roll to aid. Plus six to history. So. Um, Plus 13 to stealth. Um, that doesn't help us here. I have a five investigation. I have a four investigation and a zero in history. Investigation. 
Info plus two, so I can if someone wants to do. Well, you have. So, so you'd probably want to do. What's your history? history? Zero. One. Okay. Zero. Want to give history a try? History. Okay, okay. so look we'll through those stacks and see what you can history. find. I boost. Wait 16. a minute. That's not my that. Oh shoot, that's mine. You're right. <laughs> but still, <laughs> yeah. you still got it. I boosted it. Yeah, I, I just roll out and uh, that's a see-through. Okay, so what'd you get, Jade? Sixteen. And gray? Uh, Non-natural twenty. Okay, so you get plus four to your roll. Uh, twenty-three. Okay, so one success. As you find start finding stuff about squids or squids or crowns, what are we doing here? Crowns. Crowns. Okay. Crowns. And again. Two. Um, seven. So so both no help no. at all. And this one is all you. Seventeen. No, you do not find anything. Sad. And um, so uh, one failure there. Can we ask the librarian? Eh. Like, you like crowns? I, I don't think we want to. Do you want to involve the librarian? Pressure well? him further. Yeah. Um, we should no. totally he closed the library for us. He also said he'd be willing to help. This is okay. his life. And so, this is our life. So we should be able to find books. So, Jay, do you go to him? Sure. Why don't we have and what do you say? mental man go to him? Oh, yeah. just yeah, mental call man. Him? Oh, yeah. so and so quickly he shows up. And says, oh, my friends, how can I help you? Uh, would you help us find any books on um, the royal crown? And oh, it's that sounds fascinating. Yes, follow me over here. Okay, and he will roll to aid as well. Four, two. Wait, do I get an advantage on this? Um, you're getting all the aid from people okay. on this, and uh, he succeeds, so you get plus two to yours. I get like twenty to thirty. Okay, a success. Yes, you find yet more information on it. And three, and yeah, like thirty-two. So three more victories here. And oh, again. even higher. Oh, and you get plus two from me. Plus two from me. Not no. Okay, so, you so get plus, plus four, four to that. Uh, uh, six. Welcome 18, to math. Twenty-eight. Theater. 28? Mm -hmm. Yes, no problem there. Switch dice, Melanie. And again, two for me. Six. Nine. None none for me. Okay, so just two from the librarian. 25? Yes. Next time. Hardly need it. 12. So two for me. Two for me. Three. So no. So Uh, Jade Claw is mainly... Jade Claw keeps finding books on archery and stuff, and you'll find her in I the just corner like, just reading the book on archery. Ooh, and it's like, what? Huh? Book. What? Huh? What? In my bag. Okay. So, what was your roll? 25. Yep, definitely. So, one more success, and you guys are successful. Not for me? No. Yes, oh, no. two from the librarian. 16. 16? No. Okay, so one failure to lose and one to succeed. Okay. So, so, everyone uh, roll Seven well. for me, so no. No from. Ooh, nat 20 from the librarian no. so i'm no. gonna say plus four from the librarian okay what do you get that would be a 13 okay um. so um you end up failing this one but you find yet more stuff hmm. and actually it kicks off a different skills check because what you find is you find all sorts of information about the crown jewels but they there's a notation that after the fall of Calium Sedes that a creature crept out of the water and was seen to be raiding the shoreline. And so now you're going to have to go back to the Tabaxi Library and see if you can find out about that. Okay. Okay. But you're down to that. You you made a lot of progress. And now we have the giant squid. Yep. I'll 
Can I leave the giant squid? Mm -hmm. This is insight, so, right? Uh, no, this is oh, sorry, investigation. investigation. Not 20. 15. And you get two from me. So four from me. Six, uh, 18. Yes. Right. Victory. Okay. And again. Two 16. from the librarian. Two from me. Two from me. So plus six. Shoot. <laughs> 23. Okay, yes. Two from the librarian? What's the to get a pass? Ten. Ten. Oh, oh better. Oh, yeah. Two. Two. So six, plus six? Mm-hmm. Uh, 19. Okay. And again, victory. In fact, you guys are finding so much information, you can't imagine how you failed this in the Tabaxi library. Nat 20. So you automatically succeed. Two from the librarian. Two from me. Uh, 21. Okay. And final. And finally. Two from oh, Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But finally. Yeah. Um, Plus two here. 22. Okay, yes. In, in fact, it's amazing how easily you find. You find out that, in fact, the giant squid rise to feed this time of year at the full moon. So if you can find a way to get off the coast during the next full moon, it is highly likely that you will discover a giant squid feeding mm. at the surface. How long is it till the next full moon? It's only a week away. Mm. That might be difficult, but let's see what we can do. Okay. And so the... Uh, librarian wishes you well and um, you guys sneak back to the uh, back down to the uh, or actually he has you hide in the back room of mm -hmm. his library can we just like take some books to overnight no, oh, we cannot take books no to read yeah in the back room oh. yes. the night. That, that would be exactly what you would do probably would be dark and transcribe them yes. <laughs> and, and probably copy them yes and um the next day you he's he arranges actually for you to uh go in a cart that's heading down to the uh you know out of the out of the city and down south and the carter um just uh you know conveniently stops on the side of the road as you guys exit and you're picked up by the ship captain and taken back to the tabaxi library with a store of information and more books and more books and that's where we're going to stop today Okay, well, um, first things first, uh, the levels of Portum Magnum. Um, here's where we are just making things up. Um, I've never actually written down what the closing time is for the various gates there in Portum Magnum. So when we got to this point, I just kind of had to fall back and think, when would they close the gates? And obviously the folks at the top upper tiers would want their privacy, so they would close them sooner than the ones in the lower ones. And uh, 
To tell the truth, this was supposed to be a lot harder bunch of skills challenges than it ended up being. Um, when we all got together to record this session, the players asked if they should bring the tabaxi up to level 9. And yeah, we've been trying to keep the tabaxi about the same level as the party for reasons that will become clear later on. And so they did a real quick upgrade to level 9, and in that... That's when Jade Claw got passed without a trace, and that made this whole thing a lot, lot easier. I had actually scripted a whole bunch of chase scenes and things like that that we never, never even had to use just because they were so talented. But there we are. And then we had that one last dicey skills challenge, and I thought they were actually going to do it. But then one last bad roll sank the whole thing. Uh, but actually, I think this kind of sets up a more interesting skills challenge later on than when we meet the tabaxi the next time. We'll just see how that shakes out. But it's going to be really interesting. The cats seem to have an idea where they're going now. But can they pull it all together? We'll have to find out. And for that, we'll have to wait for the next episode. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.